Hello, everybody. My name is Jessica Regan Asher, and you are listening to Do You Listen to the Front Bottoms? This is a podcast where we talk about the front bottoms. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. This episode is probably going to be a little bit shorter. I did not write a script, and honestly, I want to go upstairs, sit down on my couch. We're watching some show called, like, Sicilian Valley? Silicon Valley. It's pretty funny. It's on HBO. <sighs> Michael uh, was trying to down or trying to subscribe to it, but then he realized it was attached to my account. He's like, "Can I give you ten bucks for this?" And I'm like, "Yep," but I'm gonna be paying for every subscription pass now. Uh, I also I got Cinemax, and I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna use the free trial just to watch this one movie." And every week it's been because you know I'm lazy. I didn't cancel it, and every week it's been charging me ten bucks. And the other day I was like. It's just 10 bucks, but that's $40 a month. That's not a problem. That's $520 a year. So, yeah, I need to cancel that soon. Uh, but if you do have Cinemax, watch that movie, Jojo Rabbit. I cried three times. Fucking so sweet. It's, I hate to say it like this, but imagine if the boy in the striped pajamas was funny. That sounds so terrible. But it's it's similar, kind of. It's about a little boy in Nazi Germany, and he believes he's a Nazi. His imaginary friend is Hitler, and he wants to be Hitler's friend. And it's it's a very awesome movie. Uh, it's got Scarlett Johansson, Rebel Wilson. Man, I, I need some more people to watch this movie because there are some scenes that I want to talk about and be like, it was so cute, though, but it was so sweet, but it was so sad. But no, no one's seen it. I just got a text message. Jesse, ignore your phone. Ignore your phone. Ignore it. Ignore it. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I need to cancel my subscriptions. Mm. What all is happening? Oh, my gosh. So, Patrick is at... He's been out of town this week. And, uh, hang on. I'm rubbing my eye, which somehow affects my speech abilities. Eh. So, Patrick's out of town. He's on vacation with his family in Florida. So, that means I'm in charge of the kitchen. And I've been in charge. It's... I'm lonely. I'm really lonely. (laughs) Tennyson, like... All of the work that he does, like, we just put him in the back for, like, a day or two, and now he is, like, solidified to that spot, which is not a problem. Just, like, I'm so lonely. I'm listening to fucking My Favorite Murder every day, all day, because there's no one there talking to me. Um, I, I could have listened to, like, four or five episodes today, like, full episodes. <clears throat> um... But yeah, he's out of town, which means I'm in charge of the kitchen. He left me super in detail prep list for every, someone. Did he just text me again? God damn it, Peter. Leave me alone. I'm busy. Did he text me? Yeah, that was a message from Peter. Um, but yeah, uh, I remember what I was saying. Don't worry. I don't need a script. <laughs> I do need a script. Yeah, so Pat's out of town. I'm lonely. Um, I've been listening to My Favorite Murder. It's going super, super well. 
I'm honestly, a little part of me was like, man, Pat, you should have given me a challenge because it's just two parties. One of them, 60 people. The other one, 66 people. I'm like, bro, you should have thrown like four parties at me, 200 guests each. That would have made this fun. But uh, no, it's going very well, though. I'm really hoping that both parties are successful. And whenever it's all done, then I'm going to go up to the owner and be like, hey, please give me more money. I did it right. I am a good girl. I am broke as fuck. Help me, please. Um, oh, the other day I started my Front Bottoms countdown, which if I didn't mention it, whenever there's a Front Bottoms concert about to come up or about to, if it's coming up, then I start a countdown. Uh, my very first concert, I got down to like an hour and minute countdown, which probably will happen again. Um, since it's been so long. So I started out the other, or yesterday, Tuesday. On Tuesday, I put out, I wrote on a post-it note, 71 days until the front bottoms, and I put it on a little post-it note, and I put it right next to the prep list. And as we get closer, I'm going to start out with just the post-it notes, but whenever it gets closer and closer, I'm going to start making the countdown signs bigger. And I'm really hoping that, like, the day before... Um, for Mary Front Bottoms or Mary Front Bottoms Eve, I'm gonna have like you know like a school poster board that you would use for a science project. I'm hoping to have that that just says one day or wait okay so I'm gonna okay I got that a little wrong. So whenever it's still two days till I'm that's when I'm gonna get the school poster, or maybe I'll still stick to something a little bit smaller. I should stick to something smaller. Uh, and it's going to say, two days till the front bottoms. Next day, I'm going to get a school poster board that says, Merry Front Bottoms Eve. And then I'm really, really hoping that I can do this properly because I'm going to get a piece of cardboard the size of a refrigerator. And I'm the day of the concert, <laughs> I'm going to have that big sign right next to the prep list that says, Merry Front Bottoms Miss. Pat's going to get a kick out of it. I'm planning on sneaking in everything like a couple of days before. So he won't, uh, cause he always gets there a couple minutes earlier than me. So, uh, and he also leaves earlier than me. So whenever he leaves, I'm going to put up those signs and he'll be like, ha it's funny. It's bigger. And the day of he's going to be like, Oh my God, <laughs> I'm so excited, man. What's going to happen. It's going to be amazing. I might cry several times. At Front Bottoms concerts, I get so close to crying from happiness. Uh, my first concert, whenever I met Brian Sella, I was pretty, honestly pretty calm and collected uh, the entire conversation that we had. And then I hugged him and I turned around and I l was running and I was jumping and I felt like I could fly. I was also on mushrooms, which made me feel like I could fly. But dude, I just felt it was like the happiest point of my fucking life. And, um, fucking that asshole who I was with, he was like, Jesse, Jesse, stop running. And I'm like, do you not realize the best thing has just happened to me? Of course I'm going to run. Of course I'm going to jump. I just hugged Brian Sella. I just talked to Brian Sella. I'll never forget. Like, I remember each fucking word of that conversation, which whenever 
I get to the episode about the song that uh, it all circles around, I will tell you guys word for word what our conversation was. Damn. I forget everything, but I remember every single word of that conversation. Oh, it's making my heart melt a little bit thinking about it. I need to stop. Stop, Jess. Um, yeah. Ah, oh, fuck, I need a script. Okay, go back. Or stay on track, Jesse. Ah, oh, damn, I just looked at an old script and it said Pat's story. And I'm like, Patrick's not a part of this. We're talking about Brian. But yeah, like I was saying, can't fucking wait for the next Front Bottoms concert. Oh, I'm actually, I'm wearing a Front Bottoms shirt right now. I love whenever someone uh, says they like my shirt because, you know, all their some of their shirts are kind of abstract or they're just goofy. And someone's like, yeah, I like your shirt. I'm like, do you listen to them? And I'm like, no, please back off. Sorry, I paused for a second so I could respond to a text and then I got into like a conversation of my friend being like, your dog's a pit bull. She's going to be mean when she's older. And I'm like, you don't know my Tuka bear. And then it was like, I'm like, yes, I, I I know all that shit. My mom fucking lectured me on it. She was so anti-pitbull. She still is. And I'm constantly like, this is my Tuka bear. She's the sweetest, she's the sweetest little Tuka bear. Um, there's uh, this one night. So Tutu, she doesn't bark. If she does bark, that makes me really nervous that, like, there's some bad energy or something. But, um... There was this one night that I fell asleep on the couch and we had a band crashing at our house because they were on tour. And um, so I fell asleep on the couch. Everyone was in the basement. And anytime she heard someone coming up the stairs, she would stand up next to me and she would growl and bark. And she would do that until she saw who was coming upstairs. And if it was Michael, then she'd just start wagging her tail. If it was my other roommate, Jason, she'd just wag her tail like she wasn't barking. If it was anyone else who she didn't know, she would stand guard by me and bark and growl. And I would, like, um, then a couple minutes later, or like an hour later, I don't, that doesn't matter. I went up to bed and my door was open. There was someone sleeping in a room next to me. And anytime she heard someone, she would stand guard next to me and growl and bark until she saw that it was Michael or Jason. Then she just wag her little tail, like, "Oh, hi, Daddy! Hi, hi, Mister! Hi, Mister Jason! It's so nice to see you." I'm not. I don't. I own it back to protect the mommy. Whenever I woke up and uh, everyone told me that, I was like, "Oh my god, my tutu bear was trying to protect me." It's so fucking sweet. But I love pit bulls. Um, and my friend right now, he texts me like, "Be careful when they're adults." I'm like. No, indeed. I know my dog. I have never had a connection with any sort of animal like I do with Tutu. And she's not going to be the dogs that they were bred to be. No. I mean, she and I, we fucking wrestle. We go hard at it, too. And she'll bite down on on my arms and stuff. And it's so she's so gentle. Because we're, like, getting excited, she'll, like, she'll accidentally bite down a little bit harder. And you can just tell immediately. She's like, oh, shit. Like, I gotta be gentle. This is my mommy. I'm not trying to hurt the mommies. Tutu, is that right? You're not trying to hurt the mom. Oh, sorry. That was Tutu's voice. Tutu, that's right. You're not trying to hurt the mommies, right? 
Mommies, mommies, I love the mommies. I never try to hurt the mommies. I protect the mommies. I protect with my life. I protect the mommies. But yeah. Um, Peter, if you happen to listen to this episode, I know you won't. I know you don't like the front bottoms. You think that I'm ridiculous for liking them this much. I trust my Tuca Bear. I don't think she's going to turn into that vicious dog that they were bred to be. Um, and actually, one of my very good friends... Uh, we're family friends. I fucking watched this kid grow up. And, oh my God, he got handsome. Like, I hadn't seen him for a while. And, and then, like, recently I saw him and I was like, oh my God, are you 18? He's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, we need to stay away from each other. He got cute. <laughs> but um, I went over to his house and he had gotten these two, like, because Tutu, she's a Pitbull lab mix. So she's not, she's Pitbull looking, but not as like intense pitbull looking but he had these two giant ass pitbulls and i felt fucking horrible because i saw them and i got scared and i'm like a huge advocate for like they're not monsters i mean you know what my dad's a monster he's a fucking sicko and i turned out just fine i actually turned out pretty fucking wonderful i'm actually a pretty nice fucking person and you're not going to fucking compare me to my dad because I came from him. Oh, he bred me. What the fuck ever? No. Like, I understand nurture, nature, all that shit. And, like, you can say which one it is more. And, I mean, yeah, I guess nature has something to do with it. Like, yes, for my dad, I do have a really horrible and scary OCD. Uh, but that's not who I am. He let that become who, he let that become who he is, and I did not. I'm not a monster. I'm not like my dad. Just like my tutu, she is not a vicious little, she's not a monster. She, she's my sweet little tulka bear. Uh, lost track, lost track. Don't worry, I'm gonna stay on subject. This, this script writing thing has really... Okay, Jesse, stay on script. Uh, ah, I should have written a script. <laughs> but yeah, no. Oh, right, okay. So I saw his dogs, and I got scared because they were these big, burly dogs, and I, like, kind of backed up. I was like, I don't know how they're going to act. Immediately came in. They were the fucking... They were, on, they were sweeter than Tutu, and I was petting these dogs... And just, like, I was telling them, I was telling them, like, in my mind, because I didn't want to say, like, hey, sorry, I, I assumed. Uh, but I was, like, petting them, and I was like, I'm so sorry for fucking doing that. Like, that's not who I am. That was very wrong of me. It's base. it's like fucking assuming someone who's black is going to be a fucking thug and rob you. Like, get to know them for a minute. There was this one time uh, I lived in not so great of an area, but um, I some of my neighbors, they were these um, big African-American dudes. Like, they seemed kind of scary. And whenever I met them, I was like, oh, hey, what's up? And they saw my plants, and they just started giving me advice on how to grow my plants. But whenever they... Uh, my mom came to pick me up to go to my nephew's baptism... And she's sitting in the car and my friends see me 
and I have to go into the house, and I'm like, that's my mom. She might not be, so, I don't say anything, but I'm like, let's hope she, she's, she's good. <laughs> um, and whenever I came back out, all of these guys had been so fucking, like, you could see the difference in my mom's face from being scared of them to, oh my goodness, these are, these are actually, look, these are nice people I shouldn't have stereotyped. Like, they were all talking to her. They were like, we love your daughter. We were talking to her about her plants and how to grow them. And they were just telling my mom how beautiful she was. They were being so respectful and just nice. And it made me so happy. I was like, yay. (laughs) My mom likes my friends. That never happens. She hates my judgment. Tutu just came up and stuck her head through the arm arm holder hole, whatever it's called on the chair. And it was that same look from the first day that I met her. How she just ran up to me, stuck her head in between my legs and looked in my eyes. And it was just, it was that moment that I was like, yeah, this is, this is her. And she just, (laughs) now she's actually, she's kind of standing on me and giving me a weird look. (laughs) Like, uh, mommy, I'm supposed to be sitting in your lap. Why am I? Why is there this gate, mommy? Mommy, let me in your lap. Fine, I go over there. I go over there with my... Oh, no, I'm going to sit here and, and... What are you doing? Looking at her foot. <laughs> but yeah, um, just after everything that I just talked about and her coming up and giving me that look, my Tuka Bear is not vicious. She might be a pit bull, but that doesn't mean shit. She is the sweetest little princess. Martin, though, Martin's an asshole, and he's fucking part retriever. So, uh, anyways, um, let's get to what this podcast is about. The Frump Bottoms! Let's see how long I can hold that out to take up some time, because I want to go upstairs. I want to sit my lazy ass down. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, right. This week, we are talking about awkward conversations. I've had plenty of those all the time. You know, whenever there's an awkward conversation, someone thinks about Abraham Lincoln. I hope that's true because someone said it to me once, and then I started doing it, and then I forgot about it. So I hope someone else is thinking about Abraham Lincoln. We should make it, like, custom to start saying, like, if there's an awkward silence and someone's like Abraham Lincoln, so you don't think that you're killing the tradition of doing that. Maybe no. Um, <laughs> anyways, that doesn't matter. Um, so I have a couple of a couple of things that connect with this song. Let's start with number one. Whenever my dad emailed us about um, he it was just this bullshit. Children, I'm sorry that you're mad at me. I hope we can get past this. And we're all like, first off, you got my email wrong. Second off, fuck you. You're a fucking bad person. So uh, he sent out the email to all of us. And I was mad because the only email that he got wrong was mine. I was like, ooh, you, you got the wrong email wrong. So I personally uh, made a separate email and I titled it Awkward Conversations. And it started out with, well, Dad, if you knew me, you would know my email. That's not it. And also, if you knew me, 
Email is not the best way to get to me. You should text me. You do have my number. Anyways, this email is titled Awkward Conversations because this is going to be an awkward conversation. And if you knew something else about me, you know my favorite band is the Front Bottoms and Awkward Conversations is the name of one of their songs. And then I proceed to tell him all of the shit that he did and why I do not want to be associated with him. And he fucking did an asshole move. He was like, you're doing this dramatic narrative just like your mother would. Uh, Why would I care about your favorite band? Why would you name this after a song from your favorite? How am I supposed to know that? And um, one of the things that really got to me was I was like, hey, so dude, you like tried to cut off my hand. That wasn't cool. You're kind of a sicko. And like I was like listed out everything that he said and did in front of me that he just assumed that I had forgotten. And his response was, you know, the you're acting just like your mother, this dramatic narrative, blah, blah, blah. And he completely disregarded everything I said until I got to the thing with the knife where he was like, I wasn't trying to cut off your hand. I was trying to show you that knives were dangerous because you were playing with knives. And dude, that pissed me the fuck off. What three-year-old, or I was four, but it doesn't matter. I'm still short. What fucking three or four-year-old can reach the fucking counter to the fucking knife block and is playing with knives? So you teach them a lesson by sharpening it and trying to cut off their hand? What the fuck? You fucking asshole. I hate you, Marty, and I hope you fucking die in prison. Fucking asshole. Fucking telling me lies like that. Like, I, dude, no, I have a fucking brain. Unlike you who's making up stupid fucking lies like that, I remember everything. And, <coughs> and sadly, you only said everything in front of me so that there's no, it's, can't press charges because of he said, she said bullshit. But you know what's going to happen. God's going to help me out. And you're going to get what you deserve. And I hope you're fucking washing yourself in a public restroom. If I ever fucking see you again, dude, you're fucked. You might try and kill me. Maybe you might succeed. No, you won't. I have too much to live for. But if I ever see you again, I'm going to make you feel so fucking humiliated. You will never want to be around me and my family again. Okay, Marty? Okay. All right. I'm get, I'm going down a rabbit hole. I shouldn't have started talking about my daddy issues. <laughs> so next thing about awkward conversations. Next thing about awkward conversations was uh, one of my friends, Ricky, fucking awesome. He's the guy who made me start writing a script. Uh, He learned how to play awkward conversations for me on guitar. And this one day he was playing it and I was like, I'm just going to sing along. It's whatever. So I'm just singing along, not really thinking anything of it. I'm like, he's probably annoyed with me singing. And then I get so caught up with my anxiety that I'm like, oh no, he doesn't want me singing. And then I forgot the fucking lyrics. 
and he just keeps playing the song. He's like, damn, Jess, like, you should know this. And in my head, I'm like, I know it. I know it. I'm just a nervous disaster. But it's okay. It's okay? Okay. Uh, oh, fuck. I wish I had a pen. You know what? I'm just going to say it, and then I'm going to get back on subject. Great news. I got insurance today. It starts in August. My monthly payment is $125, and my deductible is $1,700, which is amazing. I'm going to hit that in like a week. I need to see a fucking doctor, and I'm going to go to a psychiatrist because I'm really tired of having anxiety. And, like, I just want to be okay again. I'm really excited. But back to what we were talking about, which is awkward conversations. Last thing I'm going to say. So, um, there's a while ago I had this friend, uh, it was weird. It was like, we were friends. We had a crush on each other, but he treated me like shit. And, um, like I know good and well that he would like go to his friends and be like, I'm going to marry that girl someday. Whereas he was treating me like shit. And I'd be like, leave me the fuck alone. But, um, yeah, motherfucker smoked menthol cigarettes in my car when I asked him not to. He hated the front bottoms. He would fucking yell at me for playing the front bottoms. I'd be like, fuck you, it's my fucking car. And you know what? This is actually a pretty good song, and I don't want to listen to rap. (sighs) I'm really surprised if any of you guys listen to this entire episode. I'm really, like, getting a little agitated with these shitty men that I put in my life. Not you, Ricky. You're great. Love you. Thank you for those patty pan squash, by the way. They were great. I didn't accidentally break glass into a pan of them. Still pretty mad about that. Uh, But yeah. He would smoke menthol cigarettes in my car. And I think that is too cold. Wait, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> I really need a script. I need to stop saying that. You guys know it. You guys, if you are, you know, if you have stuck through this far, you have known that I've needed a script. You have watched me progress into making a script and how great that was and how I am falling so far again. Um, well, yeah. Sorry that wasn't very front bottom Z episode. You know, no, I'm not apologizing. It's my podcast. I can do what I want. I mentioned the front bottoms at least once or twice. This was my connections with it. And you know what? I have to pee. I need to go upstairs. I need another drink. So I'm going to go and do all that. So in the meantime, I love you with the front bottom of my heart. Uh, If you, oh, fuck, damn it. If you have any stories, emails, concerns, questions, anything, Email me at do you listen to the front bottoms at gmail.com. There are no question marks, exclamation points, none of that shit. And it is gmail.com, not Yahoo, because why fuck Yahoo? They never did anything to me personally. Just fuck you. It's a stupid name. But yes, I love you with the front bottom of my heart. Au revoir. Adios. Rock and roll. Mwah.